calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is of gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello, and welcome to this episode of CFA Institute's Take 15 series. My name is Beth Kaiser, and I'm Director of Investment Performance Standards. I'm here with Ian Makara, Vice President of J.P. Morgan Investment Management, dealing with investment performance services. Ian's here today to talk to us about maximizing the value of GIPS compliance. Welcome. Thank you, Beth. Ian, tell us a little bit about some of the benefits, just generally speaking, of claiming compliance with GIPS. Clearly, the most obvious benefit is that you are setting yourself out there, setting out your stall, saying that you are able to and maintain a claim of compliance with the standards. Um, hopefully, people seeing that will recognize what that means um, and what it truly means is that you are presenting information in a transparent and full and fair way according to the provisions laid out in the Gibbs 2010 standards. Um, bigger picture to that, however, in order to correctly maintain that claim of compliance, there is a significant amount of controls and processes that you would be running through that in turn feed into the way that you are looking after the data and maintaining the data and presenting yourself. Um, and you can benefit throughout your organization uh, and leverage from those constructs of the information um, in many ways. Oh, great. Um, we have a number of, of GIPS stakeholders. Um, how do investors benefit from the GIPS standard? Again, you would hope that the investors, when they receive a compliant presentation, which if they're prospective clients, that is what uh, they have to receive from you as somebody that's claiming compliance, that they would be able to see that there is a standard set of data and a standard set of disclosures. And if they receive that information from other managers that are claiming compliance, they can compare very quickly across those different managers and start to make decisions uh, based just on that ability to compare information like for like. Um, again, delving a bit deeper than that, by understanding what goes into the production of that um, compliant presentation, um, they could either be stimulated to ask further questions from various investment managers so they can differentiate one from the other, although they have this baseline of information that comes from the compliant presentation. And also, they could look further into some of the disclosures that are being made and some of the data that is being presented and ask more detailed questions from the managers to truly understand um, what it is that they, they are potentially looking to purchase in terms of the strategy that is being offered. Oh, that's great. Do you think that the, that the investors can derive some sort of the extra, I guess, comfort with an investment manager who's claiming compliance with gifts? Certainly, if, if uh, 
that claim of compliance is uh, a valid claim. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a voluntary standard. Um, so if that is a valid claim, then definitely the recipient of the information um, certainly knows that they are getting, as they say, a standardized set of information, that the information, the underlying information that goes into that has been put together in a consistent manner, that there are policies and procedures, and we mustn't forget this, there are policies and procedures that they can ask to receive mm. so they can truly understand what has gone into that. So it's it's not just the compliant presentation. That's just the first place that they can start. But they can drill down from there. They can ask for a list and description of all the composites so they can really understand where this particular product lies in the stable of products from a particular manager. They can ask for the policies and procedures. They can look at the disclosures and see if that raises any further questions that they want to clarify with the manager. In all these cases... The recipient of the information is going to have to have put in some um, time and uh, have some knowledge about what it represents in order to really derive the maximum benefit. Um, If, on the other hand, they just want to say, is this person compliant or not? There is a statement and there has to be a statement on the compliant presentation that states that. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Investors often use intermediaries such as consultants in order to help vet investment managers. What are the benefits to the intermediaries um, for firms claiming compliance? You would hope that the intermediaries, when receiving the compliant presentation, um, at some speed, because it's a standard it's a standard way of presenting information, it is the way the information should be presented, they could gather that all up quickly and then look at it and determine what other questions they want to ask, what other information they need, much as we've said for the investors working on their own behalf. But with the intermediaries, they could then put together differentiating questions um, and add value above and beyond just collecting data. The data has been supplied in a standardized form. They can go well beyond that. So they're already one step ahead because they've got that underlying data for the full performance record of that product already there. Great. Great. So we've talked about investors and we've talked about intermediaries. What are the benefits to firms claiming compliance? I think often firms feel like there may be an extra cost to claiming compliance. But what, what, are, what are some of the benefits? There is an extra cost. There's a set of standards and the manager has to use resources in order to make sure that they are following those standards. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, if we wind back before we had standards, before we had global standards, we had a number of individual country standards. So we didn't really have a standard. We had a multiple of standards. Before that, we had every which way to Sunday. You were spending, as a manager, a huge amount of resources reworking the same data every time there was a request coming in for something presented in a slightly different way. We've got beyond that. We never have to look at the same data presented numerous different ways because we have the compliant presentation with standardized information. So we're not spinning our wheels, constantly reworking the same information. So whilst there is a cost aligning it to the standards, we've eliminated all that other cost of having to do it multiple ways. 
So that addresses that issue. Now beyond that, um, if a manager looks at these standards, not just as a means of claiming compliance, but actually looks at what goes into constructing that claim of compliance and then thinks about all the lines of business within their firm that could benefit from seeing the information that a manager is accessing or pulling together or collecting in order to claim compliance, there is a huge amount of value to be added by spreading that information around the organization. You can go to your legal group. You can go to your compliance group. You can go to the people that deal with the regulators. You can go to your risk management people. You can go to your quality self-assessment teams, if you have such a thing. Go to your Six Sigma group. Yes? All these areas are going to benefit from having policies and procedures that you are maintaining in order to maintain your claim of compliance. They're going to benefit from seeing all the accounts that are managed to a similar strategy put together and being reviewed as a whole. Does somebody consistently outperform? Does somebody consistently underperform? What might that be? There's a number of reasons that might be there, not just that they're being managed differently, but is somebody always front-running, potentially? Um, and and uh, you could address that issue. So that's how they could get into the legal and the compliance people. From the risk perspective, looking at every... Um, procedure that you have huge value added so the manager can take a really holistic view of what it takes to maintain compliance and make sure that all those different areas that are involved in helping them do that are actually in touch with and knowledgeable of what goes into maintaining compliance and that way you value you have maximized the value that your company is going to gain from you working through maintaining and claiming compliance. Another aspect of, of how uh, managers can derive more value, um, the policies and procedures are a tremendous training tool. You know, you want to bring people in, uh, new staff, or even staff that have performance experience but don't know how you carry out some of this function. You can go through the policies and procedures manual and they'll fully understand how you do what you do. Uh, from those terms. And also when on people are onboarding, coming in new to the company, not in your department, but say in legal or compliance or risk, take them through some of the concepts within uh, what we do in order to claim compliance. They'll see the standard that you operate at, why you do what you do and what it is that you do, just as part of their normal onboarding process. That's great value added. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Ian. Thank you for taking the time to share your expertise with us on gifts. And thank you for watching this episode of Take 15. Copyright 2012 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.